Welcome to Sitting with My Sisters. We are three friends in three different places with three different perspectives, bringing you a podcast to share the love, light, and goodness of Jesus Christ as we go through the recent general conference talks from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm one of your hosts, Melissa Hoy, and with me are my sisters, Kristen Lawler and Jamie Soam. So we are on our final, not final episode ever. Final countdown. Final episode before this next upcoming general conference. We're going to close the book. 2020. Yes. It's the last 2020. Hopefully we got some good news. We need it. It's not the curse of 2020, but more now the blessing of it. So hopefully. (laughs) My gosh. So... Anyway, so we thought we'd just do a little recap of things that we thought about. We definitely didn't get to all the talks. Um, there are some really good talks that, um, that we didn't get to, um, mainly because of time. Um, but the, the conference as a whole, I don't know. I know we all had different perspectives, which is obviously the purpose of this, talk, of this podcast. But for, my, for me, I, the first, at least the first session, I was super excited. I felt very pumped. I spent a lot of time studying the first vision. The church has this great uh, six episode podcast of the first vision. And I ended up kind of studying that uh, with a friend of mine and kind of deep dive into all the different episodes. Um, And so I felt super prepared. And so every talk, usually I like, I put a star next to the name when I want to like go back and read it. And I started like every single one. So I was super excited. Um, But then by the, the last session, I was sleeping. I think I just got overly excited or whatnot and I got pooped out. But it was good to go back and read them because there's a lot of good, a lot of great instruction, a lot of great things to help us out. What about you guys? What do you guys remember about the conference or even the takeaways that you've gotten from studying these conference talks these last couple months together? So for me, um, I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't too thrilled that every single talk was based on the restoration. I know the restoration is a, a very important part of church history, but um, I don't know. It felt like a broken record. Oh, I'm so, I felt like even bad for saying that. But um, the things that really stood out to me though was within those talks, like the messages of hope and the messages of, you know, not giving up and our Heavenly Father's love for us and just trying to find our own way to be able to hear him. Um, Cause I know that's something I struggle with. And also like looking back at our spiritual journeys and not forgetting them, but trying to remember, you know, the times we felt the spirit and stuff like that. So those were kind of the things probably because that's what my spirit needed to hear the most um, on this journey was just messages of, Hope, love, and inspiration. Hope, love, peace. Yeah. Put it it on a vinyl. Put it in in your kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I really liked this general conference. It was really what I was expecting. I did all the homework that uh, President Elson asked us to do. I listened to the First Vision podcast twice. I read the scriptures. I studied 
talks um, about the priesthood. And I was not expecting anything crazy from, from this conference. So, you know, before every conference, there's always like rumors and ideas. And I only had, even before COVID hit, I had two things I thought would happen and they both happened. I said that we would do something from the sacred grove and that there would be a worldwide musical number. <laughs> so I was like spot on. I have nothing. Wait, what was the worldwide musical number? At the very end, they sang, we thank you, God, for our prophet. And then in different languages. It was, oh, it was so beautiful. It was beautiful. It was yeah. so special. Sleep during that. I woke <laughs> up and I woke up and my husband was like teary-eyed. He was like, that was so beautiful. And I was That's like, totally what did I miss? It was like the best. It was, it was amazing. amazing. I now I have to go back and watch it. Watch it too, because I tried listening today and it just wasn't the same. Because you like, it's just pretty much the hymn in a different language. <laughs> but you know what happens it. when you fall asleep? You it's like when you miss all the good part. Yeah, that's why I record it and watch it when I'm because I'm also the only one that watches it in my household. So like to get everyone else to settle down for you know ten hours. <laughs> to watch not gonna happen. It's it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Remember when that was in my service pinata? <laughs> that is a time for another day, y'all. That's another story. But <laughs> no, you I, already gave the, you have to tell them now. You can't just say, that's an okay. joke now. You got to tell them what happened. I used to be in charge of planning the activities for our Relief Society. And so we did a whole Mexican theme. It was super fun. We had a pinata filled with candy. But then I also did tickets where everybody wrote, they had two tickets. One ticket was a service that they needed done for them. And then the other ticket had their name. And in the pinata, I put everybody's service in there. That way you could do a service based off of what you were capable of doing without knowing who you were doing it for when you took in, took it on the task. And so that we could see what our ward really needed, you know, um, from ministering and and all that stuff. So mine was that I wanted to watch general conference with somebody with someone and literally mine was the only one not chosen. So I, I got my, my <laughs> okay. But also you didn't put, you just put watch general conference. Like tiny raffle ticket. If you would have put, I have like three kids and their ages, because if that was someone who was like an older lady in the ward, and they wanted just to watch it with someone because we have quite a few people that have husbands that have either passed away or they're not members of the church that are amazing women. I am not going to invite her to my house with my four crazy kids. Like, hey, first of all, I could have done the hosting. It was just that I didn't want to watch it by myself. Anyway, so then it was the running joke because one, I like, I'm the one who planned it. And then I was the only one that did it. Thankfully, our good friend Candace took me in, and it was actually a really great day. But, anyways, so uh, it was also a really fun activity. Y'all can message me if you guys have any additional questions. Was but, That's why uh, she always says adios at the end of our podcast. I'm also half Mexican. She's half Mexican, kind of goes with it. Not that you can hear it in my voice or tell when looking at me, but. <laughs> Okay, anyways, we're so off track. I apologize. 
I really like this talk. It was kind of what, I, or this conference, it was what I was expecting, especially from our ward conference when we talked about it being a hinge point and more about education about the restoration before we move on. And I thought it was well timing timed, not just because it's the anniversary of the first vision, but also because next year we're studying Doctrine and Covenants for Come Follow Me. So it was honestly like what I was expecting. I really liked it. My favorite takeaway was hope as well. That talk, it didn't stand out to me when I listened to it, but when we studied it here in the conference, um, in our podcast. That probably is the talk that means the most to me, and I had the most self-inflection from that talk. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the different blessings that I, like, for instance, that one by Elder Holland about hope. I remember him saying, I know I already mentioned in our podcast, of him saying, when we get through COVID, and we will, and there was just something about his reassurance and confidence, because at that time, things were going crazy, and everything was shutting down. It was just so nice to hear that. And reading it, that same power and spirit kind of came in there. And it just, you know, for me, it was another testimony of him being definitely a call as apostle of, our, of Jesus Christ to be able to give us that promise and foresight. And so um, but I, I like that too as well. So what are you guys doing to prepare for now this conference? Kristen, what's going to happen this conference? I don't, okay, I think that this conference is going to just be more urging to, you know, do not delay, uh, to repent, to kind of get your house in order, uh, continue with the come follow me, and just really focus on um, becoming closer to the Savior. So I think it's kind of the same thing that is every general conference but I feel like the second coming is coming a lot sooner than we think. So I think it's just going to be more urging for us to be spiritually prepared. You think a temple is going to be announced in, was it Missouri or Independence, Missouri that has to be announced for the temple? James thought, my husband thought that. Well, I mean. For the last one or this one coming up, it's going to be. For the, he thought it was going to happen for the last one. I mean, a lot of people think we're going to get the call that we all need to move to Missouri. But. There's bugs there, so I can I can relocate and take on. Yeah. Um, I just relocated, so I don't I don't know if I can get my non-member husband on board for Missouri. However, his work headquarters is based out of St. Louis, so you're set. Oh, there you're you set. go. Yeah, you're just you're closer. Send me postcards. No, <laughs> he's not going. <laughs> Send me postcards. <laughs> no, I actually. I think this conference might continue like on the message of hope and maybe comfort to the mm -hmm. members, especially with everything going on right now. And, you know, my poor 10 year old, he was watching like this live video on YouTube last night and it was just all fantastic live video on YouTube. That's I know it was just terrifying. all the protesting that was going on and distraction and things being set on fire. And he just like looked at me and was like, mom, what's happening? And, you know, I didn't want to scare the poor kid, but there's just a lot of hate and confusion and misunderstanding, I feel, that's going on right now. And I really feel like the prophet and apostles and speakers are going to try to like comfort us, at least 
maybe that's what I hope for. <laughs> I think too, it's going to remind everyone that we're all children of God and that we need to view each other as our own sibling. And maybe if we could love one another the way we're commanded to do so, that maybe things wouldn't be quite so tumultuous. The one thing I'm a little bit excited about, at least for my household, I usually spend a lot of time the day before deep cleaning everything, making sure it's all clean, all chores are done, laundry, blah, blah, blah. And then we have a little conference store where they, if they are quiet, they get to earn a buck and, and then they get to buy something. So the kids get really excited about that. Um, but I feel like this time, I mean, I'll still do that fun stuff or whatever, but I feel like this time around, our little couch area has become a very sacred little area for us because that's where we've done our at-home church and where Jeremy has blessed the sacrament for us, you know, and where the kids have all shared their testimonies there and um, where we've had to kind of come together. So it's become really special and there's definitely more reverence to it when we read our scriptures a little bit more. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm hoping that that will carry on to conference and possibly our, my kids will, at least my boys, will perk up a little bit more and listen a little bit more um, um, since they themselves have grown up a lot in these last six months, just because the church being at home, they've really had to have willingly stepped up to make sure our home is, is ready for the um, for church to be held at. At least that's my hope for my house. Anywho. That's that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> well, we're going to finish off this, um, this podcast by going over President Nelson's talk, Go Forward in Faith. Um, it's, you know, it's, it just seemed right to, to end our discussion with the April 2020 conference by, by the last, last words of our, of our prophet. Um, so President Nelson in this talk, he goes over does, a, does a, a beautiful recap of, of what has been done uh, and what things have he's officiated with. A um, couple things that were done, for instance, we had the, the Restoration Proclamation come out, which we talked a little bit about that uh, in the podcast, um, podcast Hear, Hear Him. Um, he talks about the Hosanna shout that we were able to have after that, right? Is that one? Uh-huh. Um, and... He also talked about the new unveiling of the new symbol of the church that he talked about in one of his uh, pod, sorry, one of his podcasts, one of his talks um, about the new symbol that the church is, is going to have now. Or does I it? love the new symbol. I mean, sorry, Marona, you dropped your trumpet. You're out. Just kidding. I really loved those memes, though. But I love <laughs> the new symbol, and I love when he he talks more about it when. Um, in the opening, the heavens for help is when it, he unveiled it. And he talks about how Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone of our church and how um, we use the Christus because it's the living Lord reaching out to embrace all who come unto him. And it talks about the cornerstone. I just kind of looked that up, like what is a cornerstone and how is Jesus our cornerstone? So the cornerstone is oftentimes the first stone set in construction and all other stones are set in reference to that stone. And it's also 
the corner of a wall that unites intersecting walls. So I thought about how when we pray, we pray in Jesus's name and that connects us to our heavenly father and how Jesus, like there's no other, like no one else and no other name that we can be saved. He's given us eternal life. He was the first to be resurrected. Um, he, he, through Jesus, we're all united in that, how he is our example. So I love that we're putting, I mean, in the previous years, we've made like, we're, we no longer refer to ourselves as Mormons or LDS, but to use the church in its full name. And so I, I love that it's snowballing to make sure that we understand that the focus and our whole reason with the church is with Jesus Christ, but also that it's letting other people as well um, real, come to that realization. I was reflecting today actually on that and something I haven't finished pondering about, but I want to ponder about is how he, I loved how he emphasized that, you know, in that open, open the heavens for help and kind of that this is Christ's church, you know, as much as we've been studying the restoration and learn a little bit more about, you know, Joseph Smith and, and the other leaders that help organize the church, it's still Christ's church. And that's the name of one thing. And I thought to myself a little bit, because he also kind of, um, you know, talks about how when you, you know, this is his, his church, uh, his church. And if we take away his name, you know, what, where does that leave us? And I thought a little bit about how, is there any times that I ever remove Christ from my actions and, and the things that I do? Um, I know since my family um, is members of the church, I tend to downplay some things sometimes. I don't make things a big deal because I don't feel uncomfortable. Um, and I think I've been pretty good about it, but it's something to make sure I continue and prayerful about is that it's, it's, I think it's completely fine, you know, for, you know, for instance, my, my family came to um, the primary program, which was fantastic. And so we left right afterwards instead of staying for the next couple hours of church. So that way they can have lunch with us and spend time with us. And I didn't feel like that was a big deal. Um, um, but I, I hopefully I've never, my actions haven't removed Christ's name um, because I've tried to please other people and not ruffle the feathers of my beliefs. Um, so it's just something I kind of thought about as much as the, the church right now is making sure his name is solid. Hopefully in my actions, Christ's name is, is completely shown in my in things that I do. Um, so the next part he, he talks about is how he invited us for, to fast again. So we fasted in March. Oh, he said the name, mm -hmm. he said the, like March something. We fasted in March and then again on Good Friday. On Good Friday. Um, and so he talked about how he's invited us to do that, that fasting again, to be able to help with COVID, help make it go away. So I think Jamie didn't fast, so that's why he hasn't gone away. Just kidding, Jamie. Hey, I did fast for one of them. <laughs> I like it too that I feel like the, the one for Good Friday really, I don't know if I want to say like viral, but I felt like people all over the world of all different faiths really united for one cause. Uh, there's a Facebook group, the Worldwide, um, what was it, Unity Fast or whatever, 
and it was two missionaries who started the group, but it it's huge. It's like tens of thousands of, of people. And I love that page. It is so uplifting. There's people from all over the world of all different faiths where they really do just unite with their love of humanity and love for our savior. And it even had people who were complete atheists that were like, you know, I don't really believe in, in a God, but I believe in the power of being united with other people, or I believe in meditation, or I believe in whatever. And I just, I loved that it really, I could see it really uniting people and, and respecting other people's different beliefs and faiths to come together in love. I just look at, right now it's the worldwide unified. Yeah, they no, changed. no, and they and they changed it in love and memory of September 11th. They just yeah. changed it, and there's they've updated it to like yeah. keep with whatever's going. There's 581,000 people that are members of it. It's amazing. Like if you ever need to be uplifted, or if you're looking for someone to pray for, like I love that page. I've never seen any drama on it. It's nothing but positivity and. It's, 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 it's sad too though like I swear every single day I just see tragedy after tragedy it, you don't realize how many struggles people go through mm -hmm. until you join that Facebook page and they ask you to join them in prayer but I've also seen that I actually saw a guy post on there the other day he's like I've noticed a lot of people on here are LDS but I'm not is it still okay that I ask for prayers and I mean he had over a hundred comments in seconds like of course like we're all in this together and I love that yeah, yeah I remember when the group first started there was a lot of people posting like I'm not a member of your church is it okay that I'm here is it okay if I, I know if can I fast with you guys you know or awesome. but it was really cool because I feel that way about other faiths too like oh you're doing this okay cool well it also makes me think about again going back to my actions of Christ is that how many how and I don't know how to do it right the correct way but how Am I letting people know that us as members of the church are invited to all to pray with us, to worship with us, to serve with us, or whatever it may be? It's not a, you know, you're not. Come and learn, come and see. Not a, you don't have the Mormon, you know, the Mormon key, you know, to get in, but visitors are all welcome, as it says, you know, and so maybe I need, I know I, I probably need to be better at, at expressing that to my different faith friends and what and whatnot and so um so the next part he goes to is the 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 um theme that he shared himself was to hear him and how important that is and hopefully you know asking us to uh, make sure we're able to find that i love how he even said like thank you for your desire to make your homes true sanctuaries of faith where the spirit of the lord may dwell it was just President Nelson is such a loving and humble man. I just love how he's thanking us for trying to be a little bit better, <laughs> you know. Um, um, and then he goes into our temples. And he goes into all the different temples that are being dedicated. Um, and he didn't have to ask us not to cheer because there was nobody there. So it wasn't a huge announcement about that. But, uh, but he 
he talked about the how important the temples are and how you know new, eight new temples were um, were being uh, were being announced and I think that what was where was the number I'm losing my mind here um, there's like 163 I think that have already are all operating and ready to go right now. Um, Uh, 168. Anyway, 168. Oh, it's close. 168 of all uh, of different temples that are already. I mean, at that time and even kind of now, they weren't up up and going. But how all these temples were were going, and they're just adding more. And I loved how he even went to a little bit of just how sensitive he is with the Sh um, Shanghai Temple um, and what effort and um, collaboration it took to be able to get that as a possibility for the saints there. Yeah, I can't imagine what, like, I don't think people would have been able to contain themselves when that temple was yeah. announced. It would have been cool to hear, even though <laughs> we need to be reverent. Um, I also like that um, he says when he's talking about the temples that during times of our distress, when temples are closed, you can still draw upon the power of your temple covenants and endowments as you honor your covenants. And then he asked to please use this time to continue to live temple worthy life or to become temple worthy. And I thought, wow, like no, we don't have anything going on at the time that this was given. Everybody was quarantined. We had no idea what was going to happen. So I liked that he wanted, he urged us to kind of refocus and think, you know, what are the covenants that I've made or what are covenants I need to make? love it um and then he ends with his blessing which i i want to save to the very end um because he gives us this beautiful blessing that is just i feel like perfect to to end this this podcast but before we do that we should get into our quotes because that's why everybody's here waiting for this moment to know what our favorite quotes are so the suspense i'm sure is just killing everybody right now all right melissa let's get on with it you're first Okay. All right. So um, mine is, it says that we pray that you will begin anew, truly to heart here, hearken to and heed the words of the Savior. I promise that decreased fear and increased faith will follow. I just love that. He's the theme that goes on. Please hear, hear him, know him, he do his word. And the fear that has been over, overwhelming these last six months. Uh, will decrease and our faith will will come up and I and I know I've seen that um, in my life so that was mine someone whenever someone we all know and I can't remember who it is uh, they just posted that quote on Facebook talking about how it's given them strength this week to know that as they increase their um, their faith that their fear of whatever trial it was that they were going through will decrease and how much comfort it brought to them. So kudos. That's a great quote. There we go. Jamie. So mine is based on the Come Follow Me curriculum. He says, your consistent efforts in this endeavor, even during those moments when you feel that you are not being particularly successful, will change your life, that of your family, and the world. And reading that quote, 
Can I just tell you, we have had so many crazy, unsuccessful come follow me's in my home. Like the kids are going crazy. And actually when I post this quote onto Instagram, I will post a video with it of what our come follow me's look like. You can uh, tell me what you think, but it is encouraging to, you know, keep trying and that, you know, this will change your life, your family's life and the world. You just got to keep putting in that effort. I look forward to your post. I just don't know how you're going to choose from the multiple videos that you have. Oh, I have a slow-mo one of like my kids totally tackling my husband while he is still preaching from the scriptures. I remember that. You showed it to so, me. So I'll, I'll bless you with that treasure Instagram. Can't wait. Uh, I'm so terrible at doing come follow me with my kids, but when I do do it, I usually do it while they're eating lunch. So I have like their full attention. <laughs> they're at least sitting in one spot long enough. Uh, my quote is actually directly after uh, Jamie's. It is, um, we will be strengthened as we become more valiant disciples of the Lord, standing up and speaking up for him wherever we are. And I, I love that um, quote. I think it's important that we're always uh, represent the Savior and, and speak up to him. If you hear or see something um, that's done. President Eyring, uh gave, in one of his earliest talks, he talked about someone who, maybe it was this one, where they took the Lord's name in vain and the person was like, please don't say that, that's my Lord. And it was just such a gentle way of correcting them. And I, I don't know if I would have had the guts to say something, especially to like a stranger. <laughs> so I, I like that reminder. Awesome. Well, there goes our, our quotes. Um, so, so exciting. What a, um, through a lot of good stuff and a good, good inspiration. And I'm, I'm really excited for this next conference. I, I always really enjoy conference. Um, so we'll leave with you with President Nelson's apostolic blessing that he gave, which is such a beautiful blessing. He says, I bless you with peace and increasing faith in the Lord. I bless you with the desire to repent and become a little bit more like him each day. I bless you to know that the prophet Joseph Smith is the prophet of the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ in its fullness. Should there be illness among you or your loved ones, I leave a blessing of healing consistent with the will of the Lord. I so bless you, adding once more my expression of love for each of you. In the sacred name of Jesus Christ, amen. Love our prophet. He's so wonderful, and I'm excited to hear him in a couple days. And we're excited to hear your guys' thoughts of what you're learning. Super excited. I love conference. So. All right. Well, we will see you next time on City with My Sisters when we start going over October 2020. All right. Adios. We'll see you then. Bye.